Okay. <laughs> Masters of the universe. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> I zoned out completely for a second. Let me pull up my notes. Do you want to give us a synopsis? Because I got to tell you, I watched this about a week and a half ago, and I don't know what was happening. I don't know what was going on. There, I think there were two universes. I guess it's Masters of the Universe. Because there was like a whole... Okay. <laughs> there was like modern day... This is how day, I felt watching it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There were there modern like, day people. Yeah. But then there were... I thought they were like apocalyptic, but but they're not. They're just in a different planet. It's like Yeah, it's like Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Where they're like in a separate okay. planet. Oh my gosh. Guardians of the Galaxy, Masters of the Universe. Yes. Wow. All comic books. I don't read them. Didn't know that but either. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so the synopsis is there is He-Man, Man with Arms... That could not be his name, but I'm pretty sure it's man. I'm pretty sure it's man with arms. And then there's the lady. <laughs> who, who is there as eye candy? Yeah. I think she's got a crush on He-Man. Oh, 100%. <laughs> That's her whole thing. And she's all bummed that this 12-year-old is interacting with her. No, yeah, Courtney Cox. 12. Oh, is that who that was? Yeah. Oh. So they are like the heroes. And then there's Skeletor, who's... Trying, I think that's his name. He looks like the guy from Marvel with the red face that I can't remember. He's Hydra? in a lot of memes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and anyone who watches comic books is going to be so pissed off at this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry already. Um, <laughs> so Skeletor's the, Skeletor's the guy in memes. <laughs> he looks like a Marvel character. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, I'm not sure if our crossover of comic book readers and people who listen to our podcast is very big, but I would love to know. Well, uh, the only one I know for sure is the one that told me we needed to watch this, and he'll be pissed. <laughs> Wait, I thought it was Tony. Tony. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. Did he watch this with you? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, he loves comic books. Okay, so you've got the heroes, then you've got the villains. The villains, Skeletor, and his right-hand woman, who I can't remember what her name is, so I'm going to call her Elaine, because I think it's close. <laughs> They're trying to no, find a way. Ev- ever, 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 ever. E- Evelyn. 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 See, I was close. Elaine is pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if your name's Elaine. <laughs> it's Evelyn. <laughs> Literally with a dash. I forgot. Yes. Okay. Um, they're trying to get to the... They're trying to get a hold of this... Synthesizer. Ad, yeah, this device <laughs> that lets them travel to different okay, planets. Okay, missed, missed that. Didn't know what the point of that and was. that thing, you have to hear the tune of the planet <laughs> to be able to make it work. <laughs> and this little troll guy... <laughs> that thing was nightmare worthy. That was terrifying. That was the scariest mask I've ever seen in my life. It was so <laughs> thick, his mouth couldn't move. But you could see his tongue moving. It was but the, but the mask, the mask mouth is just still because it's so thick. I, at one point, was like, I can't decide if there is a person inside there. <laughs> 
or if this is like a puppet. An animatronic. And they are just voicing this afterwards because the mouth was not no, lining up. It is so creepy. It is creepy. I'm trying to remember what I wrote down when I saw that. Um, oh, I wrote the troll. Ha 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 Because I literally laughed out loud. Because you hear his little voice and he's like stuck in some net. And then they yeah. showed him and I was like, <laughs> So he, he is the one that created this device. And so Skeletor is, like took the original one. And then he was like, ah, oh, joke's on you, Skeletor. I made a second one. It's a prototype. And so Skeletor finds out, and he's like, no one else can have this but me. And so he's coming after the troll. But then He-Man is like, he can't get a hold of this. So then they take the troll, and then they accidentally get put into the real world. And by real world, I mean, like, modern day. I am really glad you were paying attention, because I missed all of this. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. There was a synthesizer they were really mad about, and... There was Skeletor and Evelyn. Okay, but I had an idea. The first opening sequence is Evelyn and Skeletor and then this goddess woman. And yes, I was thinking, you need to be Evelyn for Halloween. <laughs> Tony needs to be Skeletor. And I need to be whatever she was. What is her name? The sorceress or whatever. Yeah. That would be hilarious. That would be so good. No one would know who we are. No, they would know who Tony was. They would know who the Tony memes. was. And we would be little sidekicks. <laughs> Is Ryan going to be the troll? Yeah. No, Ryan could be He-Man. We'll just get some, we'll just get some baby oil and Wait, get him well, in a loincloth. Wait, has to be the troll. <laughs> Leo can be the troll. <laughs> no, I'll make Nola the troll because she can't object. No, she can be the synthesizer because she's like, <laughs> <laughs> she's small enough to hold. Could make that happen with my cricket. Yeah, make her the synthesizer. <laughs> if you, if your whole family doesn't do a He-Man theme this year, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> this is what Tony had to say. Oh, this, this is, was this was bad. I'm gonna say right out the gate. This is what Tony had to say about He-Man. He's the gayest hero on the planet <laughs> because he's always oiled up. He is. He is. Here's my thing with He-Man, though. Wait, I didn't tell you. I didn't finish the, oh, the, the whole the synopsis. synopsis. Okay. So they get put into the real world. Then there's these two new characters. It's um, Courtney Cox and her boyfriend. Don't remember what his name is. He's kind of a jerk. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Um, she is like, I'm an orphan. This part didn't really make sense. She's working <laughs> at like a, a Dairy Queen. And she's like, I'm leaving forever. Yeah. Because um, I'm an orphan. Um, my parents died in a plane crash because I didn't want to go to the beach that day. And so they got on their private plane and flew to Catalina and then they died. Yeah. So she's moving away. Don't know how old she is because at first I thought maybe she was high school. Because they're going to a high, high school. school. Well, how is she getting to move away then? Where is Child Protective Services? I don't know. She's 18? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. So her boyfriend's playing in the band at the high school dance and he's like he picks her up from work and he's like please before your plane leaves come listen to my set so they go over to the high school dance or whatever anyways Skeletor sends these bad guys after him which are like the beast <laughs> blade <laughs> who has knives taped to his ears <laughs> and there's like 
What are the other ones? There was I don't Blade remember. Beast. There were two other ones. Anyways, they come fighting, trying to get the synthesizer because Courtney Cox and her boyfriend find it in the cemetery. And they're like, dude, it's a cool music instrument. Yeah. And they're like, it's not, but whatever. So <laughs> He-Man is like, oh, yeah, we know where it's at. So they're trying to find it. At the same time, Skeletor is trying to find it. There's big fights and everything. Yeah. He-Man's all, always rolled up. up. <laughs> <laughs> and Anyways. that girl's jealous of the high schooler. Yeah, the he high schooler is just, like, always, like, crying. Yeah, <laughs> and he mad sidekick for some reason, like, doesn't like that they're interacting with each other, but, like, He-Man, I don't know. Yeah, there was, a, like, a weird tension yeah. in there, um, but in the end, they somehow are able to put her back in time just enough <laughs> that she is, her parents <laughs> are parents still alive. Are alive. And so she comes downstairs. She's like, parents, I've changed my mind. I'd like to go to the beach today. And they're like, oh, no, it's okay. We're just going to take the plane. She's like, don't get on the plane. (laughs) And they're like, okay, honey. Yeah, sure. We'll go to the beach today. And then she, like, leaves the house and runs. And her boyfriend's like, and she's like, yeah, they're still alive. I convinced them to stay. And I'm like, "Mm, this could have been acted better. But, (laughs) you know, Courtney Cox, it's your first show. So, I'm glad you explained that because I thought the conclusion was that it was all a dream. Oh no, they, they put her back in the they put okay. her back in time. Because they I put was her back like, into like Okay, because I was like, that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like she had this dream about He-Man and a troll and her parents are alive. Yeah, Surprise. What a weird dream. I was so confused. Um, so that was a spoiler. Okay, Did now we can talk. <laughs> Parents, she goes back in time and saves her parents' lives. Spoiler. <laughs> well, that happened. Like they use that against her in the thing. Remember, Evil Lynn turns into her mom and is like, Honey, "Yes, it was all a, a joke. Yes. Come out here, give me the synthesizer. We need it." Yep. And Courtney Cox is like, "I'm dumb, and I'm gonna give it to you." Stupid. <laughs> um, okay, mom, that makes sense that you want this musical <laughs> instrument. Here you that go. Everyone's fighting for. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, okay. I had so, the opening credits. Yes. I said, this is PowerPoint as fuck. <laughs> My thought was, how did these people get away with this? This is Star Wars. Yes. Like, they had... They, Even the trailer felt yes, old Star Wars. Yes. And they had, like, they straight up had stormtroopers. I know. So I, I was know. like, how did they get away with this? I don't know. Maybe they look like that in the comic book, so it was like... They were allowed? I don't know, but... Well, I, which came first, He-Man and Skeletor or Star Wars? I think Star Wars. Because He-Man's like an old comic book. So did it? Did Star Wars take what it looked like in the comic books? Maybe they stole it. I don't know. This We needed to ask like an actual comic book person. Yeah. Well, listen, I have an idea. Let's get someone on the phone. Okay. Let's let's call our lifeline. What? Let's see if he answers though. He's if he doesn't, we'll cut this out. He's at work or whatever. Oh boo! I knew you'd answer. Hey, you're on the podcast. Say hi. Hey. The podcast. Oh, cool. We have a question. We're we're talking about Masters of the Universe, and we're talking about how. Um, in there, they look like they have stormtroopers in there, and we're just trying to figure out which came first, He-Man or Star Wars, like comic book wise. 
If you don't know, this is going to be really embarrassing. Well, <laughs> we can't I, cut it out. I, I would say that... Oh, am I actually on the podcast right now? Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we call the lifeline. So, Star Wars came out in 1977, and then the comic books came out afterwards, whereas He-Man started as a comic book, I believe, and then moved into a cartoon in the 80s. Now, I don't know that for a fact. Wait, but when did the comic books for He-Man come out, and did they have pictures portraying stormtroopers? I don't know. I never read a He-Man comic book. Oh, okay. That's some bullcrap. I thought you were a real fan. Oh, my God! No! Uh, it's fine. We'll find another lifeline that has a better answer. That enjoyed He-Man in, in my formative years, but honestly, I could probably tell me a few things, but um, was really a Ninja Turtle fan. If you want to know about the Ninja Turtles, we can dive into that. We don't. We want to know about He-Man. We don't. <laughs> Actually... I do want to watch Ninja Turtles, because that's weird. <laughs> All right, um, we're going to watch Ninja yeah. Turtles this week. <laughs> the original, I think it was like 1994, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was it. That was that was the definitive. It was amazing. It was dark. It was gritty, but still had some comedy to it. Yeah. 10 out of 10 recommend. <laughs> I want to tell you. It's his... Okay. I'll tell you afterward. Okay. Okay, well, thank you for that information. We're going to go Google it now. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, but thank you. How did you know about the Star Wars in 1977? Yeah, Star Wars, I believe the first Star Wars was 1977. All right, we're going to fact check that. I appreciate your help. Yeah, you are very welcome. Start with four or three. Bye. Bye. Four. Um, I will tell you that at first, Tony was like, ugh, I hate watching all this TV. Meh, meh, meh. He, it's now his dream to be a guest on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah, if you guys ever needed, like, a guest, like, I could probably leave work, you know, just let me know (laughs) if, you know, if you need one. We'll just call him a lifeline and ask him just every episode, just say, what would you rate this show? Let's do it. Tony's now our special guest. He's going to give us his rating as well. <laughs> You'll get a boy's perspective now because you've just got us two girls. Yeah. And wow. we don't watch. He was things. right. 1977. How wow. do you know that? I don't know. Okay. Smarty pants. He, he knows his comic books, the ones he likes. Yeah. He, man. You ask him old Marvel stuff and he'll know it. Oh, yeah. He's got Marvel tattoos. <laughs> Let's see here. Wikipedia. He-Man. He-Man and the Power Sword. 1981. <laughs> Wait, is that the first one? 1981? I, th- I think that was just the date of that picture. Development. 1976. <gasps> so it came first. Yeah. We've solved the mystery. He-Man oh, had Stormtroopers oh, oh. first. CEO Ray Wagner declined a deal to produce a toy line of action figures based on the characters from Star Wars due to the $750,000 license required up front following the commercial success of the original Star Wars. Ooh. So they were 
fighting each other. They're fi- okay, so they well, they they are fighting. Oh well, there is a yeah. whole section Apparently he's on a Wikipedia. Gay, gay icon, so that makes sense. Uh, yep, He Man is a gay icon. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Here's what I'll say about his outfit. Um, it's the outfit that they put every girl superhero in. Yeah, 100%. because that's how what they feel is Broad sexy. Broad panties. Um, so I appreciate it being switched up for a change. They had the yeah. girl in the pants, yeah. and I like that. She was fully covered. <laughs> Much easier to get around, in my opinion. Yes. If you've got <laughs> full pants. So I wasn't paying a lot of attention to this movie, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> the opening credits start, and it says Dolph Wulgren or whatever, and I was like, Dolph? What the <laughs> heck name is Dolph? I didn't realize Dolph is he man? So I started googling him. I ruined Lundgren, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. I should not have googled him because the whole time I was like, this man is scummy. He's dating a twenty-five-year-old. He's engaged to a twenty-five-year-old. The guy's sixty-five. His children are older than his fiance. <laughs> and then I went down this whole big, this whole big rabbit hole while I was supposed to be watching the movie. She's like a model in Norway or something. <laughs> I was like, why am I looking this up? This is the info we needed. <laughs> this is why this is you the, Yeah, this is the info that people... They're like, I, I didn't do that. I didn't, I didn't go down the rabbit hole. Please tell me what you found. Here I am. Dolph. <laughs> I'm not into him. Listen, age is just a number, but also... <laughs> that's, that's... Well, you know much. what, though? I bet he is very wealthy and oh, good yeah. on her. I hope they didn't sign a prenup. <laughs> Amen. Well, they're not married yet. So oh, they're just dating? They're, well, they're engaged. Oh, they're engaged. See? Mm-hmm. This is perfect. She's just going to get all this money. And there, there's, this whole, there's this whole thing. That his fans think it's hilarious. Every time he posts a picture with her, he says, Your daughter is so beautiful. That's what everybody... <laughs> Everybody comments that on every single video thinking they're original and it's just stupid. But I will tell you I was very confused. I I was I was trying to figure out who his daughter was and who his fiance was. And it took me a while. But I figured it out and it, I'll follow them. I should follow them. You should I'll follow, follow them. them. Can't remember who they were. I need to go down this rabbit hole again because I can't remember who she was. No, I'll remember. I'll remember. I'm sure if you looked at her up and yeah, if, him if, up. If I looked at yeah, um, what I will say is that this costume designer has done a lot of movies. Really? She's like famous. Really? Yeah. Her name is um, Julie Weiss or Weiss. Uh huh. She's done movies like uh, Almost Famous. Let me see. Julie Weiss. Weiss is the costume designer for No Strings Attached, Time Traveler's Wife, um, Blades of Glory, Fun with Dick and Jane, oh, wow. The Ring, Frida, American wow. Beauty. Okay, yeah, she's done a ton. Yeah. She's been nominated a bunch of times, and I think she's won a couple times too. Like, um, yeah, she's won. She's won seven. Times she's been nominated for two Oscars. She's wow. won an Academy Award twice. Nice. Oh no, two Oscars for that. Yeah, Academy Awards. And she's won five Emmys. Five Emmys. Yeah. Amazing. So when I saw her name up there, I was like, Oh my gosh, it's gonna be good. Yeah. I mean, and it was. It was fine. It was fine. 
It, I mean, actually, it, no, it was pretty good. The costumes were, were pretty good. I mean, I mean especially... it's 1987. What exactly, are you going to do? Exactly. Like, Evelyn and that yeah. whole sequence, like, yeah. those were pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. I agree He-Man wasn't great, well, but I think she was going off the comic books, and that guy probably wasn't a comic... Probably wasn't a costume designer. I... <laughs> there was a point where they're all trying to get in the car. I don't remember this. And he opens the door for Courtney Cox. And then it's almost like he just like shuffles to go around to get in the other. <laughs> s- and in that costume, you can't shuffle. You can't shuffle in a bikini. You that know, so funny. That is funny. Because it almost looked like there wasn't enough room with the door. Like there was a wall here, mm-hmm. and so he was like shuffling oh, around okay. to try to get up to this seat. <laughs> and I was dying. I was like, "What was that choice, dude?" Oh, that is great. All right. What else did I write? These masks are horrific. Okay. So here's one thing I'll say. The guy who played Skeletor, he was doing a great job of trying to make that mask move. Yeah. He was doing a really good job. The the troll guy, I'm not sure if it was just a limitation. There's a fly right on my face. <laughs> the little guy. Um, um, I don't know if he just was limited because of the dumb mask. <laughs> But he was not doing a good job. But Skeletor was doing a great job. But yeah. the masks were still terrifying. The masks were a lot. And also, uh, now this is the 80s. So you have to kind of give right. it a little bit of grace. But the one that Skeletor wore, I was like, it's not great. Because you can clearly see his nose. <laughs> yeah. Even though he's not supposed to have a nose. Mm-hmm. But like I said, 1987, we'll give him a little bit yeah. of grace Special there. effects not great. Yeah. <laughs> no. My favorite <laughs> not good at all. My favorite line. <coughs> this is so random, but the girl, whoever He-Man's sidekick was, she like is in some fight sequence and she's like doing her little fight thing. <laughs> and then she like looks looks at He-Man and she goes, "Woman at arms." Instead of man at arms? That's the dad's name. Man at arms? Yeah. Okay. The other guy. I'm pretty sure it's dad and daughter, but I can Oh, is it? Too. And so she just, it was the cheesiest woman at arms. <laughs> I was just like, She's okay. been upgraded. She didn't have that name before. No, it was very cheesy. Um, my favorite scene in this whole movie was when they sync their watches. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, I'll go like this. Okay. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I just kept being like, and nailed it. <laughs> I'm so dumb. That was funny. Uh, um, another <laughs> note I took is, uh, did I miss a mother-daughter storyline here? Because I completely <laughs> didn't catch on to the fact that like her parents had died. <laughs> and so when the mom came and she was like trying to convince her to give the synthesizer, I was like, Am I supposed to feel emotional? Where'd this mother come from? <laughs> so here's what I'll say. I'm really glad that we have Grace here to give us a synopsis because <laughs> <laughs> if you're like me and you were watching this, you missed a whole... Like, was that just briefly brushed over? Because I yeah, did not it, know she yeah. was an orphan. That's the thing is it was like the first scene where they introduce her was like two minutes long, maybe less. And it was just like... My mom died. Yeah, it pretty much was like, I can't believe you're getting out of here forever. Well, yeah, there's nothing left for me here because my parents died. Oh, my boyfriend's here to pick me up. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Because, yeah, missed that. It just, like, all happened in the yeah. little, like, food court that she worked at. I did catch on to she was leaving, but I didn't catch on to why or where she was going or... Yeah. Well, and then I was like, "What? Well, how old are you? Yeah. Because how are you able to just, like, first of all, how do you have the money to just, like, up and move? Uh, Maybe you... she got life insurance. <laughs> I don't know. She got the insurance payout from her mom. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to move off on my own. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Here's another line. Oh, no. I don't remember who said it. I think it was He-Man. No, 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 no. It was the beast and the guy. Oh, yes, I love them. So they said, there's something we want. I, I This is a direct quote, okay? Okay, okay. There's something we want. That shiny metal thing with the blinking lights. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I keep calling it a synthesizer. Nobody knows what it is or what it's called. Does anybody know what it's called? Did it have a name? The shiny metal thing with the blinking lights. So. Literally, that's what they said in the movie. <laughs> so, I don't know how to help you. Okay, and then I was trying to figure out. I'm like, who does He-Man remind me of? Like, what? Like, he's talking in this very distinctive way. You know? Like, yeah. I'm like, who does he remind me of? And then it hit me at the end. Rex Quando from Napoleon Dynamite. Have you seen Napoleon Dynamite? Yes, but a very long time ago when it first came out. Okay, I'm pulling him up. Spoiler alert, I hated it. <laughs> I think I think we talked about that before. Um, I don't get movies like that sometimes. I don't, um, like, I don't understand the humor. Yeah, like it's supposed to be fun. It's just like trying to go out Nacho Libre. I, don't, I can't. So I think Rex Quando, I think his inspiration was He-Man, okay? It'd be nice if you could pull me into town. <laughs> See, I think it's funny. <laughs> My name is Rex. Really, that sounds fun. You study with my eight-week program. You will learn a system of self-defense that I developed over two seasons of fighting in the octagon. It's called Rex Quando. <laughs> hey, is that not He-Man? Yeah. Rolf. <laughs> Rolf. What in the... Well, they have Honest trailers. Interesting, interesting. What's Honest trailer? I don't know. <laughs> At the far end of the universe, there is a planet ruled by a being of utter evil. <laughs> so and there is only one man who dares challenge him. They are locked in a battle to the death. A battle that will take them this music the is it's like Star Wars. Wars. It is. It will finally be fought. I want my budget down and brought me. <laughs> I want that down <laughs> This guy. He was so annoying. He was so annoying, and like the fact that he was like taking property. I'm like, dude, you have no warrant. Oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, that was very brief. He said something. Wait. No. Can you show us the way? No. Well, that wasn't a good example. <laughs> You think I look like this to go home with Starla every it, day? It almost gives me um, Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. Let's see what came out first. Arnold. Oh, He Man came out first. Did it? Yeah. Okay. For sure. So he must have been. Oh yeah. No, nineteen eighty four. Stop. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, the Terminator came out first. So I think he was using him as inspiration. That makes sense. 
1987, yeah, so this came out three years after Terminator. Yeah, we have solved another mystery. You're welcome. I want to read some reviews. Let's see, Rotten Tomatoes, On Masters. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we need, to, we need to read reviews from other groups to recommend. We need to post those. Yeah, we do. <laughs> oh, 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, it's doing so good. <laughs> Everyone knows how the battles will turn out. It's what's between them that raises masters of the universe ever so slightly above the mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> slightly above mediocre. Yeah, that's what I would say about this movie too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Slightly above the slightly mediocre. Slightly above... I don't know if it's like it's mediocre. I don't think it's above mediocre. <laughs> if nothing else, we can probably thank Lundgren for ensuring that there will be no more Rambo movies <laughs> in the near future because he has obviously depleted the world supply of body goose. Another <laughs> <laughs> favorite. Another um, favorite one so far. That's my favorite review. <laughs> Oh, they wrote this in 2014. Wow. The result is a colossal bore. <laughs> I will say, I wrote in my notes that this felt like the longest movie ever. It did. Like, I was like, it's got to be almost over. I know. Almost another so hour. I was not only Googling Rolf Lundgren for <laughs> solid 30 minutes of this movie. I was also like, I was, it was a work weekend. So oh, I was no. also doing kind of like mindless work stuff with yeah. it. Yeah. And I was so bored. And I was working while I was doing it. This was very boring to me. But I don't like action movies. Well, it was, but the thing was, it wasn't really an action movie. The, it, was not, it was not great. No, it wasn't. <laughs> the story is a little hokey. But then again, was there truly a great episode of the television series? If not for the superb <laughs> villainy of Frank Langella, who plays the evil Skeletor, Masters of the Universe would be as barren as an asteroid... <laughs> It's actually true. I actually really liked Skeletor. He did a great job. Yeah, he did a great job. He did. I watched it with friends, so forgive me. Two stars may be a tad generous, but with the right company, you might not feel like you wasted your time. What, what were they thinking? I remember as a kid even thinking that this was a piss poor and re-watching it as an adult hasn't improved things. At least Lundgren looks... <laughs> The part of He-Man. But acting-wise, he is wooden and just plain boring. Yeah. Yep. Also, he keeps using a gun. I completely agree. I seem to remember in the cartoons that He-Man only used his sword. That's what Tony said, too. That's cheating! <laughs> Courtney Cox, how did you recover from this to have Dude, a successful career later on? She's terrible here. Yeah. And also very irritating. Amen. No one should be proud of being involved in this mess, and thank God the sequel never happened. Dolph... You do not have the power. Avoid, avoid, avoid. Here's what I think we need to incorporate from now on in all of our, our podcasts. Mm -hmm. We'll start it off with a synopsis. We'll do our review. We end with reviews. <laughs> I really, I love and reviews. And you and I will pick, like, we will yes. pick them, and then we will come to the and table we'll come, and read them. Yes. Let's do it. Okay. Yes. And we'll probably come this with... this is funny. This is hilarious. Okay. <laughs> This wasn't the greatest, I'll be honest. No. If you want a superhero movie, just watch the Marvel ones. They're way better. They're interesting. How many synthesizers? <laughs> well, uh, four. 
Wow! Four. I, well, so I like I liked Skeletor. Okay. Um, and there were funny things like the troll True. and him trying to get the chicken with the fishing pole. Don't remember that. <laughs> they were in a bush. Um, the names also made me laugh. Evil Lynn, Man at Arms. So I'll give it a four. Wow, that is generous. I was like one, <laughs> one, half a point for Skeletor, half a point for humor. It was not good. It was not good. I was not entertained. I was bored. It's was not bored. even like an ironic one. It's not like ironic, like one, yeah. go watch it. It's like, no, this was the one and like, you don't have to watch yeah, this. Yeah, don't, don't watch this one. <laughs> Just skip this one. You, I mean, you know what it is because we told you. Yep. You, now you can feel like you've watched it. And if anyone was like, oh my gosh, Master of the Universe is my favorite movie. Let's talk about it. You could say what we told you and that's pretty much all that you, you could have a full on conversation. Yeah, yeah, you probably could. All right. See, See you next week. Bye.